The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are for informational purposes only and solely those of the podcast participants, contributors, and guests, and do not constitute an endorsement by or necessarily represent the views of the Hartford or its affiliates. You're listening to the Small Biz Ahead podcast, brought to you by the Hartford. Welcome back to the Small Biz Ahead podcast. This is Elizabeth Larkin from the Hartford, and I'm here with Jean Marks. Hello, Elizabeth. Hello, Gene. Gene is from the Marks Group, which is a small business, and he's our small business expert here at the Hartford. So after we hear from our sponsor, we're going to come back and talk about sending actual letters to people as a small business owner. Should you send a printed letter? Can you send it in an email? What's the format you should use? Should you send angry letters to people? And so on and so on. So we'll be right back with that topic after we hear from our sponsor. This podcast is brought to you by The Hartford. When the unexpected strikes, The Hartford strikes back for over 1 million small business customers with property, liability, and workers' compensation insurance. Check out The Hartford Small Business Insurance at thehartford.com. So we're joined today by Hannah Stacy, who is the editor of Small Biz Ahead. Welcome, Hannah. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. So, Jean, I know you're going to have a lot of questions because I'm sure you've written a lot of letters in your day. And we've just done a whole series on Small Biz Ahead about how to do proper communications as you're a small business owner. So take it away. I will. And I do have a lot of questions for Hannah. Tell, tell me, Hannah, what, it, what do you do as part of your job? So I work with Elizabeth right. and I'm the managing editor of Small Biz Ahead, which is our blog. And basically, I work with writers, and I edit pieces, and I put up great content on our on our blogs. Very cool. So are you like an English person by background or business? Actually, business marketing. That's great. Okay. Yeah. So you grew up writing, though. So yes. you know one or two things there is about writing. So that's great. I'm glad that you're here because um, we have a lot to talk about when it comes to sort of business communications. So today's question is from an anonymous small business owner, financial advisor, and he or she writes, I run a small financial advising business. If I'm having trouble getting in touch with a client, should I send them a business letter? So, yeah, so I get a kick. First of all, I get a kick when you people use the word letter. You know what I mean? Like it's 2018. So, but it's a relevant question. So first of all, are letters relevant in 2018? Would you send Hannah a letter to a client or a prospect? You have a difficult time getting hold of them? So I think it can sound really outdated and antiquated to be sending an actual letter in the mail. Right. But a lot of small business owners and people in general, they have so many emails in their inbox every single day and you can kind of get lost in them. So if you actually take the time, write it out, send it in the mail and get it to their, like get it to their actual mailbox, Mm. they might take it more seriously. They might read it, you know, all the way through. It just really depends. So I think that it's really important to actually know how to write a business letter just in general. And you can also write it in an email. Is there any differences between writing a letter and an email? Like, are there any approach, different approaches that you would take? So I think the approach with writing a letter out, you would have, you would typically have someone review it. Mm -hmm. And if you could check for spelling errors, grammatical errors, a lot of the times when you're writing an email and you're just sending it out, Mm -hmm. you don't have someone else looking at it. You're writing it from your phone, typically. Sure. It's a little more formal when you're doing a written business letter rather than an email. It's just more informal. Yeah. I kind of feel like if you're writing a letter, you can take the time to make it even a little bit longer. I don't know. 
know, maybe it's, you know, because you, you get like a letter. It's like you, you think of like. You'll read the whole thing. Yeah, you kind of feel you're going to read the whole thing with a letter. With an email, I've always felt, and again, I could be wrong here, so I'm interested in your thoughts on this, but like I, I prefer emails short and sweet. I mean, if I get an email from anybody and there's more than like a paragraph in it, I start, you know, hazing over, you know, and, and I think, um, yeah, I, I think younger workers and I think people today, I mean, listen, our attention span is like, 10 seconds long. So it's hard to cut. So is there, do you think email should be shorter than letters? What are your thoughts on that? Um, I think, well, in the instance of the question, I think because he's having trouble getting in touch with the person, hmm. if you're sending multiple emails and you're not getting a response, then sending a letter, I think would be the next option and mm-hmm. the best option to actually have someone have something in writing and then feel like they need to respond. Got it. All right. That's fine. So do you have any thoughts on on just communication in general, business communication, like some of best practices or, you know, mistakes you think you should avoid? I think the best thing to do is to obviously keep it pretty short and sweet mm-hmm. and direct. Um, keep it professional. You don't want to be sending something sloppy. And also, I think with with having a written business letter and like typing it out, um, it can really serve as like a record. Mm. So I think that's important as well in communication, like between small business owners or between clients. Mistakes definitely would be sending an email too soon, like quick, like quickly replying and yep. not really thinking things out. Have you ever done that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and when you do that, it's like you just you're like uh, the minute you hit this, you know, the, I, I don't know if you're the same thing, like I'll send out an email Two seconds later, I'm like, I shouldn't have sent that. And then you're dreading the reply. Yes. Oh, God. Yeah, right. You don't even want to see the reply to that, you know, that email. Either. So what do you think? I mean, what, do you, what have you learned from that? Do you like just save as drafts or do you So I think it depends it? on the type of email too. Mm-hmm. So if I'm getting, you know, an email from someone who's upset with me, I'll want to take my time to mm. respond to it. Or if I'm getting an email where I really need to think it through and like have everything laid out, I'll take my time. And I think that this kind of um, brings up another topic of angry, mm. like angry responses and angry letters. Yep. This is like definitely something that business owners need to need to know about is if someone's writing a letter to you and they're angry or if you're receiving something from somebody and you're angry about it, how do you respond? Right. One of our writers wrote a number of articles for us on business letters, and she found this article about the unsent angry letter. It's called a hot letter. So basically... Um, <laughs> it even has a name. Yeah, yes. I like it. I like it. This is what all of Jean's emails Yeah, are. yeah. A lot of hot emails. But what was, so what was the conclusion from that? So the conclusion from that is that you should take the time to write out a letter, like actually pen to paper, write something out if you're angry, get all that out, and then then you can write like an actual letter to this person or an email to this person having released all of that anger and really getting clear on what you want to talk about and what you want to say. Yeah. I I couldn't agree with that more. You know, I've, I've had experience of writing, uh, you know, I've been, I would write an angry email and uh, it's, it's never ends good. And you send it. Yeah. And I'll send it. And it's never (laughs) ended good. There have been times like I've sent an email, like other people are copied from my company and then like somebody will email me and say, Oh geez, you know, I can't wait to see (laughs) what the, it just, it just never seems to end well. And the, the, the the sort of um, advice of like, you get more with sugar, you know, than what is it with honey than with salt or something. Yeah. Then whatever. It really, vinegar. Yeah. Yeah. It really does sort of, you know, it, it kind of, leads you to, to, to agree that that's the best way to so go. So would you ever consider maybe when you're angry about something, instead of like tapping it out immediately, an email, would you consider like actually writing it out, taking the two fields, deleting the person <laughs> in the two fields, saving yes. it as a draft for yourself? 
Yeah, I think it is. Um, I've done that and I've learned to do that. And I, I got to tell you, and Hannah, I don't know if you see the same thing. Like if you write out that angry email and save it as a draft and then you look at it a couple hours later, because by the way, you don't have everything doesn't have to be responded to immediately. Yeah. You know, you can like take a deep breath. I, I got to say 98% of the time, you're probably not going to send that email when you look at it again. Do you agree? Yes, I agree. Yeah. And I think even in life too, this is, it's such a great way to, to have conversations with people and learn how to clearly communicate things. Right. No, I agree with that. So I've learned a, a few other things that I've learned when it comes to sending letters. So uh, just this past week, I had this incident um, with, um, it was, it was American Airlines. So I'm like a, a very frequent travel with American Airlines. I'm a big fan of American Airlines and, and they, uh, I think they're great. You know, their flight crew is great. We have this problem whenever we come to Philadelphia, which is my home airport, um, we always seem to be waiting way too long at the gate. I mean, this has happened dozens of times and it Why drives me nuts. I, if I knew, I, I would be able to well, do... Well, it's because you know, they don't have staff. They, I don't know. It's like there's, it's just like a, a management issue, and it just seems to only happen at Philly, at least the most frequently. And it was just this past Friday night, and we were waiting at the gate. It was more than 30 minutes, and it was a, it was like 11.30 at night on a Friday. You can imagine. People want to make connections. It just wasn't great. So, um, And the pilot was apologizing. It wasn't his fault. He was trying to get a hold of operations. They couldn't find anybody to operate the jetway and uh, people were pretty irate on the bus. So irate that when we got off the plane, there were two American Airlines, like sort of official people there, like in suits. Um, I get, um, you know, they seem like management level. I had to wait in line to complain to them. I mean, there were, there were people there that were yelling at these people. And then I wanted to also say like my piece as well. And I had to wait an extra few minutes until they, can you imagine that job? But anyway, you know, so we're talking about letter writing or email writing. So I rarely write letters, but emails I do, right? And uh, here's what I've learned. If, you know, if, if you're a small business owner and you're just not getting the attention from like a large company, you go right to the top. I mean, I, I go right on LinkedIn and I got, you know, the CEO of American Airlines. And then I went to um, um, their website and got their whole management team. I figured out what their email addresses is. You can do that by Googling <laughs> around a lot. And I sent an email to like the CEO and like the, the four executive vice presidents or whatever. And um, but but to your point, Hannah, um, it was it was a it was a professional email you didn't send it at like a, like no the next morning the plane. i took the next like right so that was the other thing you wait before yeah. you send those communications right cool I mean, off a little bit yeah you cool off and so and i took a deep breath and i sent it the next morning and it was it was like listen i i'm a big fan i'm a frequent flyer all that kind of stuff but this is brutal and you know you know can i please can you please bring it to the attention of local you know management it's got it just has to be addressed or something like that yeah. you know and um you know and an hour later i got a call from like the v of operations at the Philadelphia airport. It was pretty amazing. And um, and then we wound up texting each other. He made the mistake of calling me from his cell phone. <laughs> so now I have that cell phone number. <laughs> I'll text so him later. I feel sorry for this guy now. But anyway, so we were texting back. I had no desire to talk with him. I just wanted to bring it to his attention. But it's just, it was it was a short and sweet email. So you don't have it too long. You, you go right to the top um, and you keep it professional and nice um, and you know what the other thing I always thought of, and I know I'm talking too much, Hannah, and I'm sorry, oh, but wow. it's like if you're um, if somebody sends you an email, it's to make you aware of an issue and you might not be aware of it. So um, I put my shoes myself in their shoes like, all right, these people are just doing their jobs They're, They want to they don't like this stuff happening, yeah. you know, so 
how can I just can I just make them aware? As long as I know that they're aware and they're working on it, it's all they needed to know. Yeah. I mean, I trust that they'll figure it out. Do you know what I mean? Right. So I don't know. Getting back to writing letters versus emails, it's just important. Now, I want to get back to this guy's original question because he does says, um, I'm having trouble getting in touch with a client. Should I send them a business letter? Is there, Hannah, in your opinion, a better form of communication? You know, like, is there a preferred form of communication to you? A letter, an email, a text message? Is there, you know, what, what is your thoughts? I think it depends on the relationship as well, but... I feel like if you're emailing them and you're not getting a response, sending a letter would be a great way to get a response. Yeah. And then including in that letter, in the very beginning, like a you and your. Mm. So they're like, okay, this is about me and I need to do something about it. Good. And then just keeping it short and sweet and really just maybe having like a call to action at the bottom. Call me at this number, email me at this number to get in touch with me or follow up and just really get their attention that way. That's great. But something? if you want to get in touch with Hannah, a text message is probably the yes. best. <laughs> <laughs> Hannah's young, so... Yeah. Text messaging is another option. I'll tell you another thing when you talk about getting in touch with, with uh, customers, I find LinkedIn to be a really good way. For some reason, LinkedIn emails don't get popped into spam folders or oh, people yeah. use their a different email address there. So sometimes, even if I'm not connected to somebody on LinkedIn, like say this person isn't connected to you know his or her customer... If you go on LinkedIn and just ask for a connection, you know, but then they give you the, the ability to write a note when you request, you know, the connection. Right. So there you, hey, I've been trying to get a hold of you or, you're, you know, that kind of thing. Um, that's worked. And know, that's so when you send an email too, it's like the all the emails in the inbox, you kind of go down. But in LinkedIn, if you log in, I'm sure there's going to be less messages That's so right. you might be able and to get, get their an attention email from it as well like when you're set up right. so and for some reason like it, they seem to get through you know the spam filter so there's a lot of you know there's a lot of different ways um i think to do that now i have i actually made a note because we i we use this i have this bookmark there's a there's a, a site called thankbot.com it's t-h-a-n-k-b-o-t.com i guess we'll put that in the show notes and um we've used that in the past to send it's it's a handwritten it's not my handwriting. It's, you know, some computer's handwriting, but you can send like a handwritten note to somebody and it's just a ping. It's just a, it's just a, a touch. You know what I mean? To like, cool. you're out there. When do you use that? Way. Great question. Um, we usually use it if in this situation that this person's having, like if I'm trying to get out of a prospect, it drives me nuts. I'm trying to sell them a system and we've spent all this time We whatever. And then they go dark, you know, like they're not even responding to my emails or my, I'm like, what's going on? So, um, so as part of the, you know, okay, they're not responding to my emails. I, I don't think I'd sit down and write a letter, mm -hmm. but I would, I send something on ThankBot and it's just a short little note. Wait, like, explain to us what ThankBot does. Sure. So what ThankBot is, is you, you go to the site, I forget how much it costs, like two or five bucks or something each time. So there is a cost to it. But then you you type out your your letter, you know. It just it's sometimes the same email that I'm sending, but I just put. And what it does is it, it puts a little postcard together in a in a hand like a handwritten postcard, like a computer generated handwriting, That's cool. and then puts it in an envelope with us, you know, and puts it in the mail. So That's really right, cool. you know what I mean. So it's kind of midway between a personal handwritten note and and an email, if you know what I'm saying. And but they do physically get it in the mail. And it's just a touch, you know, and maybe that's the thing that gets their attention. For all you know, when your email's getting caught in a spam filter or something like that, you just don't know. Right. So. I think a lot of times in business, when a client doesn't respond to you, they honestly just, they don't know what they want to do next. So they... 
they just don't want to respond. Which is annoys me to no end because it's like fine, just tell me if you're on hold, just just quick, hey Gene, we're on hold. Can you check back in a couple months? That's yeah. all I want to know, uh, rather than not getting any response at all. Now the other thing I can also say is, how, what are your opinion? We're talking about writing and business correspondence, Hannah. What are your thoughts on thank you notes to customers? I think those are really important, mm-hmm. and I think it can it can really strengthen your relationship too that you actually take the time to write something thoughtful out and send it to them rather than maybe like a quick text or an email and they get it in the mail and they can keep it and I agree. they can refer to it. Yeah, I agree. Isn't that funny? Like I've gotten, you know, I, it always strikes me. So I've gotten a couple thank you notes for, I don't know, whatever, something that we've done or whatever. And sometimes we get it from people that are like, you wouldn't expect to get it from like somebody from a PR firm, but it was like a younger person who you'd be like, oh, this person, you know, this, you know, this person knows how to write. You know what I mean? <laughs> and they write like a nice handwritten note. And I'm not doing that. And that's why I thought like, wow, that was like a really, like a real nice thing to do. Yeah, but you're thank-botting, so. Yeah, I'm thank-botting. But this was like, actually, this person actually took a card and hand wrote out a note and put it in the envelope and put my name on it. And and I get that. And I think that's a nice, that's kind of a cool thing to do. A nice touch. Yeah, it really is. So any final thoughts, Hannah, on just business correspondence in general that you would like to recommend to a business owner? So I would recommend that business owners just take the high road. They remain positive. They keep their communications short and sweet to the point. And if you're not getting a response through email, you can always send a business letter in the actual mail. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, there's no one silver bullet for communications as long as you you do it professionally. Well, that's great. Uh, Elizabeth, any final words? I was thinking while Hannah was talking that if I were ignoring someone's emails and then I got an actual letter from them and it was like very professional and well-written and everything, I would feel so bad. And I would immediately start responding to their emails because I'd be thinking, God, I don't want to write a print a letter out back to them. That's you. And you you actually have a soul. (laughs) I also think that sometimes a letter is just going to get you more because having a physical piece of paper in front of you, like that just means so, so much more than like someone clogging up your inbox. So if you're afraid to write a letter, if you're thinking like, God, I don't want to write a letter. We have a whole guide on small biz ahead that we published earlier in the year that really takes you through the entire process. It even gives you a format. I think we have examples of what you can say. So we've really got you covered. So we will link to all of those in the show notes. So if you have a difficult client or a new client you want to make a good impression on, or you want to send out a mass communication to all your customers, come to one of these links and we have you covered for everything that you you would want to send a hard copy letter. All right, and we'll be back with our next episode in a couple days. Thanks for listening. Thanks for joining Elizabeth and Jean for another edition of the Small Biz Ahead podcast. For the latest on small business trends straight from the small business experts, visit the Hartford Small Biz Ahead. We've got articles, how-tos, and videos to help you run your business more efficiently. Check us out at smallbizahead.com. 